I'm not a fan of California. The funny thing about that is that I've lived here for nearly two decades of my life, having moved around SoCal for the military and then finally settling in San Diego after I was discharged for a medical problem. As I've told many people in the past, I love San Diego but I hate California. It's a very difficult thing to live with when you have a place that feels like home but you don't know if you can stay because people from far away have so much power to drastically change the place in which you want to be. For a long while now, I've been mentally one foot out the door, seriously considering the possibility of returning to my place of origin to escape the socialist direction this state has been following for decades. The things keeping me here have mostly been relationships, but also the weather and the fact that some of the laws here allow me to do things I would otherwise be unable to do elsewhere. The thing is that some of most important reasons to stay are no longer present, and I find myself moving closer and closer to leaving. Recently, however, I've been given a small measure of hope that I might be able to stay in this place I've learned to call home. The citizens of California have banded together to recall a governor who has basically ruled with an iron fist over the last year or so, taking full advantage of the public fears of COVID-19 to implement strict control over our lives. We've watched as prices for even basic needs have skyrocketed, and life has become so much harder to make work. It is a sad state of affairs when air conditioning, a technology that is more than a century old now, has returned to becoming a luxury that many can no longer afford. Obviously, it is primarily the infringement of personal liberty that has sparked this rebellion against the mainstream California viewpoint. People are tired of being told what to do, forced to put on restrictive face masks and avoid contact with other human beings for some virus that was never really as dangerous as we were led to believe. It is deadly, of course, but no more so than many of the other diseases that we live with on a daily basis. The people are exhausted of the fear-mongering and are starting to see through the lies to the heart of the situation, a desire for control. This is where the recall election comes in, and where my small bit of hope has been rekindled. It has become clear that there's a very real possibility that the sitting governor will be removed from office, and Larry Elder will replace him, bringing a very libertarian lens to the government of California. I've been watching his content for quite a while now, and he has a very no-nonsense approach to the way that government should work that is very refreshing. It will be amazing to see what he might be able to accomplish if he can get into office and find a way to cut through the stagnation that exists in the capital. Unfortunately, I can only hold out a small hope that this will actually happen. For too long now Californians have been blindly, happily feeding at the trough of government handouts, allowing themselves to be led around like sheep because we're too concerned with our own personal lives to worry about what nefarious plots might be floating around us. In much the same way that drug addiction fully ensnares the body, our addiction to laziness has fully ensnared our minds. It's easier to just let someone else figure things out. That's what it really comes down to, if we're going to be painfully honest. Big government can only exist when the people don't care enough to stop it. It's like signing a contract with the devil, you know you're giving up something precious and unique when you agree to his terms, but the temptation of what is being promised is too great to say no to, even if you know in your heart that it's just a big fat lie. Total government control will never result in what we hope it will, no matter who we put in charge. Human beings just don't work that way. In the end, all we can do at this point is watch and wait. The fallout from this month's election will be the final chance for California to pull back from the dark path it's been on for so long and turn back to the light of freedom. He might only be one man, but sometimes it's a single spark that ignites the fire of change that completely burns away the choked, overgrown forest to make way for new growth. Let us hope that this is the beginning of that new future for the great state of California.